0: Cat Host My Radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. Cat Host My Radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Cat Host My Radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday hold my radio welcome to the show thank you and welcome to this week episode of team cat hold my radio today um it's new into, It's June today and I hope you guys are enjoying <clears throat> your days and I'm hoping um you guys are doing a great day. yeah I'm saying the same thing I know I'm running out of things to say guys, and we'll be back on a radio show around August or September. That's clearly an update already that I'm still thinking about. And also let me know which guest you wanna be be joining in. Well only if you guys are really rich and then you guys will know um what guests I'm we're gonna be having. But then but then again it's your choice if you guys wanna come. So then again I'm looking at still looking for more information about about politics and things like that. And I'm hoping that you guys are doing a June 4th, before you guys attend any of the June 4th vigils or things like that. I'm hoping you guys are actually joining in, that, in those uh, vigils. And make sure to always never forget June 4th, because June 4th was staying in people's heart forever. Um, the horrific massacre that happened on the day, on the night of June 4th. And I'm wishing for people um, safe and prosper. And anyway, we're gonna get straight into the news for today. Not wasting any time. Um, international vigils mark 33rd anniversary of TMN crackdown as Hong Kong tributes muted. These are gonna be the news that we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be talking about because this was on. It was published on June fifth, so we're gonna be talking about this today on the sixth, which is today. <laughs> Commemorative vigils, gatherings, and protests were held in cities around the world on Saturday, the 33rd the anniversary of the 1989 TMN crackdown. In Hong Kong, police largely thwart attempts to mark the incident, making six arrests, shutting down the traditional commemorative vigil venue, and warning that those illegally gathering risk up to five years in prison. In Australia, there were gatherings in Melbourne and Sydney. Vigil's attendees marched to the Chinese consulate in the capital, holding placards that said, never forget June 4th, release Hong Kong distance from prison, "Liberate Hong Kong, the revolution of Our Times. The latter slogan has been deemed illegal in Hong Kong under the Beijing's en- Enact National Security Law. <laughs> outside of the consulate, demonstrators arranged tea lights in the shape of six 6- sixty four eighty nine, referencing the date of the crackdown protesters which saw hundreds and thousands killed by the People's Liberation Army. <laughs> in Melbourne, activists also gathered to commemorate of the dead outside of the state's library. State Library of Victoria, mourners laid down, down a blue banner that says commemorate the souls of, the, of June 4th martyrs, long live the date 1989 spirit, along with old photos of the crackdown, such as the infamous Tankman picture. One woman held a plaque that says Hong Kongers cannot mourn June 4th in Hong Kong. <laughs> Victoria Victoria Park, the usual venue of, of Hong Kong victuals, was closed by police while Beijing slammed foreign consulates for sharing tributes. In Taiwan, hundreds attended a large-scale commemorations outside Taipei's National Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall. Taiwan is now the only place in the Chinese-speaking world where public vigils are held to, mar- held to mark the Tiananmen crackdown. One of the highlights of the memorial was a replica of the Pillars of Shame. It's actually probably, if you look on social media, the statue is very gorgeous. It was erected in the public square itself. The original statue was created by Dan, by Danish artist Shen Gaoxia to pay tribute to those who died in the crackdown. One of Gaoxia's original originals was placed at the University of Hong Kong, but was removed by the school in December last year, citing the "quote unquote" legal risk. The 3 meter statue in Taiwan was recreated with 3D printing technology, according to the visual's main organizers, the School for Democracy. Visual goers were also invited to observe a moment of silence for 64 seconds. (laughs) The event features speakers from all around the world, including Zhang Xianling of the TMM Mudders Group and former Tinmuan District Councilor Michael Mo, who have left Hong Kong for the UK. They both they both spoke via video link. <laughs> there are also ex- exhibitions in the public square with one booth showcasing, old, showcasing old f- images of the military crackdown. <laughs> Some people offer white funeral flowers, others left memos on a London wall for Hong Kong, including Free Hong Kong and Hong Kong Cheer Up or Hong Kong oil bad Oil. <laughs> London is very popular. Protests in London, England, meanwhile, held, brought a large Cardboard military tank to the Chinese embassy. The paper replica has a word I'll Never Forget June 4th and red paint to symbolize his blood. It's pretty good design, actually, they're pretty smart. <laughs> military tanks have been a symbol of the crackdown. After a lone man was seen standing in front of a lineup tank tanks near Beijing's Tiananmen Square 33 years ago. Somehow, signs that said it's my duty to remember the, Tianan- the Tiananmen crackdown. I feel that they have the right to memorize it. Rally goers also held banners that called for freedom and democracy in Hong Kong, as well as support for ethnic Uyghurs detained in mainland China. It is estimated that up to one million Uyghurs, uh, Uyghur Muslims were sent to detention camps in China. Though China claimed that they were educational centers, whatever they could, whatever they said. On the eve of the anniversary, a pro-democracy group in the UK projected a tent. Tiananmen-related video on the on the Tower on the Tower Bridge in London. The video also sought to raise awareness of the Tang distance, such as media tycoon such as media tycoon Jimmy Lai, as well as showing slogans such as "Free Hong Kong," "Free Tibet," and "Free Uyghurs." (laughs) Commemorative activities were also held in North America. In Washington DC, people gathered with candles at the victims of communism memorial. Wa Kai Shi, a former student leader who has and who was in Beijing during the crackdown, also attended. Hong Kong's Democracy Council, a Washington-based nonprofit founded by Hong Kongers in twenty nineteen, meanwhile, organized a online forum <coughs> on June 4th discussing the shrinking space in Hong Kong to such a vid- to hold such f- vigils. <laughs> And in Vancouver, Canada, the group that I followed on Instagram—by the way, followed on instagram to pretty good people. In Vancouver, Canada, community groups held a candlelight vigil outside the outside the Chinese consulate. People laid candles in front of a big banner that said "Redress June fourth. One person was seen holding up a holding up a small, liberate Hong Kong flag. There were also paper cut paper cutting, which said NCCP referring to the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> and one-party pro- one dictatorship, was one of the popular slogans by the Hong Kong Alliance and Support of Patriotic Democratic Movements, which organized the annual vigil in Hong Kong before it was disbanded in September of last year. The slogan was later deemed inappropriate after the Beijing draft the national security law was enacted in Hong Kong. Aside from physical vigils around this world, some artists also took to the internet to pay their respects, one of them was Bai Diu Chao. Who was known for being critical of the Chinese government? Commemorative activities had been silenced for the third year in Hong Kong, but the traditional did I miss something? No, never mind. Commemoration activities had been silenced for the third year in Hong Kong, but the tradition was continued overseas, after by Hong Kongs who left to seek refugee elsewhere. Political cartoonist and former teacher Va Va Sir, who left who left Hong Kong, shared an illustration. With one dot representing a candle in Hong Kong in 2021, and a dot spreading, and the dot spreading across, um, to spreading to all across the globe in 2022. <laughs> Wong said the whole world will remember this day, and you know what? They will remember. I will not forget that either. And you know what? Every time, every time people like us would rem- would. Not talk about it, we will be silenced, and we need to talk about it. And you know what? Many people around the world are talking about it, so that's good. Another plot, another um, news we wouldn't be talking about at the same time. Hong Kong Press Lens, Darkness in the Park, Three Decades of Hong Kong Tiananmen Mask of vigils. Think about that. Police sealed off Hong Kong Hong Kong Victoria Park on Saturday, blocking access to the only venue in China with a commemoration of the crackdown on June fourth, nineteen eighty nine in Beijing has traditionally been allowed for now uh, over the past thirty years. Police made six arrests for unauthorized assembly or obstructing police and for possessing an offensive weapon. A candle, really? The bad individuals recent, in the recent years left the park barricaded and empty in a stark contrast of the sea of uh, candle lights. Fortune became, became synonymous. It's very empty. It's been empty for almost a year and it's not much a report besides it's just showing pictures. That's it. Think about 2017, think about 2015, 16, 18, 19. A lot of people join in almost like filled, filled up the park completely. Just think about that, it filled up the park completely. And if we look up history now, I feel like the history has since been has been there, it's not gone. And I feel like the Communist party just wants us to be totally exp... It's like they're trying to annihilate everything, they don't want us to talk about it. Tiananmen crackdown anniversary, Hong Kong police make six arrests as Beijing slam consulates for political tricks. Police largely flark. For um, attempts by Hong Kongers to mark the 33rd anniversary of the TMN crackdown on Saturday, making six arrests, shutting down the traditional commemorative venue, warning that those Ill- illegally gathering gathering risk up to five years in prison. Some individuals' act of resistance was still spy in the area around Causeway Bay Victoria Park despite huge police deployment. Police say that. As of eleven thirty PM, five, pe- five men and one woman ages between nineteen and eighty have been arrested. Alleged offenses including inciting artists to take part in an authorized assembly, obstructing police, and possessing a defensive weapon. What an iPhone and a, a phone or a, a candle. Is that offensive is that a weapon? I don't think so. of those arrested was activist Lao Shangqing, while dozens of people were stopped in search. Officers also appeared to take aim at those wearing black, holding, carrying candles, or bearing political slogans on their sh- on their clothes. Meanwhile, Beijing slammed foreign consulates after they, report- after they reportedly warned Western missions to not take, not make remarks on the crackdown anniversary. China, Finland, and the U.K. were among those who published tributes on social media, whilst the U- EU office and and U.S. consulate placed commemorative candles on the windows. An act deemed foreign interference by Beijing last year What's wrong with us putting it. To get What's wrong with us putting it is our rights to. On Saturday, the Commissioner Office of the Chinese foreign, foreign Ministry in Hong Kong published a statement claiming that certain foreign missions had committed foreign political tricks, urging to stop the botched political performance. The Office accused foreign consulates of abusing human rights and freedom as a pretext to side with anti-Chinese forces, su- su- suggesting, such as were illegal, suggesting such acts were illegal. such acts seriously violate the principle of international law and basic norms governing international relations, such as non interference in others, internal, relations- internal affairs, and the Vienna Convention on Consular Relations. We urge external forces to recognize the situation, cease and desist, and stop playing with the fire," the spokesperson added. You, a person who plays with fire, more than we do. Since the onset of the, national, of the security law in 2020, Tiananmen books have been pulled from the shelves, monuments removed, activists arrested, museum ex- ex- exhibits confiscated. For those who don't know, TM, the Tiananmen crackdown occurred on June 4th, 1989, ending months of student-led demonstrations in China. It is estimated that hundreds, perhaps thousands, died when the People's Liberation Army cracked down on protesters in Beijing. Might as well shoot, they, they might as well say, shoot all protesters, which is what the Beijing government would have said. And what do we have, and what do we have for today? Why not? third political cartoonist leaves Hong Kong in less than 7 weeks citing shrinking artistic freedom. A political cartoonist had left Hong Kong, became the third to do so in less than 7 weeks, citing concerns about a shrinking freedom of freedom expression in the city. cartoonist Hong Kong worker announced his departure on social media saying, on, on Sunday saying that he arrived in Britain. You may think there is one less voice in Hong Kong, but by stay." It would have been my own a matter of time before I I am science or forced to change topics. The choice I have made made allows me to continue continue to have a voice in the world that supports Hong Kongers, the artist's wrote. We will blossom in places around the world. He added Hong Kong worker told Hong Kong Free Press on Monday that he had le- he left because he because he sensed that he could no longer create no, no normally. No one create normally in Hong Kong. Hong Kong worker announce- announcement came less than two months after the departure of comic artist Ato and former school teacher and cartoonist Vav- Vavon Sir. The other artists' reasons for leaving for leaving include the great mental stress of producing political cartoons in Hong Kong in the wake of the national security law and fears of arrest under the colonial-era sedition law. Manga. Manga, manga artist Tony Liu and performance artist Casey Wong both relocated to Taiwan last year, citing anxiety felt by the city's creative ind- ind- industry sectors under the security law. The national security law came into effect in June 2020, criminalizing subversion, secession, collusion foreign forces, and terror acts with a maximum penalty of life imprisonment, at least better than execution. Authorities have, u- have also used another colonial era allowed to punish seditious acts, such as uttering seditious words or making seditious publication. <laughs> Three days before it announcing his departure, Hong Kong worker posted several, do- several drawings about the Tiananmen crackdown in 1989, when the People's Liberation Army cracked down, pro- cracked down on protesters in Beijing, resulting in deaths of hundreds and thousands of people. One illustration showed four people wearing t-shirts that said, nothing happened. Golden activists have accused the authorities of attempting to erase the memories of T.M. to and crackdown by banning commemoration in Hong Kong in the past few years. Hong Kong workers, who have been a cartoonist for about two years, covered not only politics but community affairs. For example, he made a series of drawings about the removal of the iconic jumbo floating restaurants in the southern district of Hong Kong Island. Hong Kong, Hong Kong worker has more than 3,500 followers on Instagram. And around 14,370 Facebook fans. The artist said that he would continue creating works about and for Hong Kong. They have reached out Hong Kong worker for comments. <laughs> it could be a little difficult to contract him, but hoping he can say, hopefully he can continue. And I'll be happy I can sit here smile and saying he finally did. He finally get a chance to have his own rights to say anything otherwise. <laughs> Oh, removing stuff. Why do we keep removing books that are based on? This is we're living. Chi- we're living in a Chinese city. Now. These people, these Hong Kong people, are now living in a Chinese city, another Chinese city. Hong Kong schools should remove books that endanger national security, education secretary says. Not paying my D card accent. Hong Kong education secretary has brushed aside concerns over self censorship at schools while maintaining that it was a duty. To ensure that they did not have any, have any titles that it might endanger national security. What saying? I don't want the Communist Party. That's an opinion. Why can't you keep that? Cameron Young remarks came after a local media report on Monday that hundreds of books, which touch topics like the 2019 protests and the 18 in the 1989 pro- TMA crackdown, had been removed from some li- school libraries. According to Ming Pao, three secondary schools removed more. Than four hundred books since last June, with one school alone removing two hundred and four books, the Education Bureau, or EDB, published guidelines last Friday requiring schools to ensure that the materials do not endanger national security. One teacher interviewed by Ming Pao said that said schools are not were not giving concrete criteria, so they must set up their own standards when considering whether books might be in violations of the law. Titles that were retired include those to the protests against the Act's of execution Law, the Umbrella Movement, the nineteen eighty nine the nineteen eighty nine crackdown, and jail pro democracy activists like Joshua Wong. The education chief, who was officiating an event for two lawmakers with the education background, said the government guidelines were very clear. The Education Department Bureau. Is it right? The Education Bureau, there you go. The Education Bureau would provide support. The education chief, who was officiating an event for two lawmakers with an education background, said the government guidelines were very clear. The Education Bureau would provide support at schools and counter any problems, Young added you also said that it was the school's responsibility to make sure their libraries do not contain books that endanger national security, as publications can impact the student's thoughts and mindset. Well, we can't say anything otherwise. When asked whether the national security law has forced schools to self-censor or if the removal of books would hinder students' learning of extracurricular, extracurricular knowledge, Yoon said that they are separate two things, two separate things. Whether or not there, there is a national, national security law, school needs to school needs to educate students to think positively, teach them to love and protect their own country, enhance their knowledge through textbooks and extracurricular reading, and and cultivate the correct values. You understand? Know what, what is this? What is this? The culture revolution again? Oh yeah, I forgot culture revolution. They have no there is no education anyway. What a surprise. If you say you love in their country, you mean loving China? Loving Hong Kong? Is Hong Kong a country all of a sudden? That's what I wanna know. Is Hong Kong a country or is it a city? That's what I wanna know. This ain't protecting their own country. What are, who, what are they protecting? Hong Kong is their home. If you say nope, China's their home. I'm like nope, Hong Kong's their home. They live in Hong Kong. They don't live in China. Hong Kong is part of China. Yes, that is true. But if you live Hong Kong, you are a Hong Konger. Or you live in Beijing, you live in Beijing, or you live whatever, I don't, I don't know. If you love your country, love only the country, not the government, that's stupid. Not like me living here saying, I love, I love the Democrat or Republican Party, but I don't love the United States. It doesn't make any sense. I love my country, I don't love a political party. Simple enough. The law also mentioned a school responsibility to promote national educate national security education, and there was no contradiction between the two, Yoon added. Apart from school libraries, the city's public libraries also have also perched titles since the national security law took effect in June 2020, with first removal occurring just days after its enactment. More books were later taken off the shelves over the national security concerns and the government refused to give legislature the list of banned publications to avoid wide circulation of such a library materials with malicious intent. Like I'm going put in the Commons party, for example. Would I endanger national security? Um, Not really. You just say, <clears throat> if some people say I'm not here to overdo the commons government, I'm here to actually just say commons government needs to change something a little bit. If we can change them. We're not overthrowing the government. They should understand that. Changing them is different from overthrowing a government. It's like, are you ki- are you freaking kidding me? I'm serious, like why? Just just this just, just why? Hong Kong next leader, John Lee, says thirty five years of policing experience have taught him about governance. Um <laughs> Oh my god. This this is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. It doesn't make sense, okay, okay here's the thing. is me in three years in r t c does it does it make me become the President of the United States? I don't think so. It takes a while for you to know more about the about how to become a leader of a country you know or a city or whatever or okay, maybe learn about the economy um things like that learn about other people's spectral views, housing works. Things like that, education, all those kind of problems, corruption that's incurring in the government, that's something you have to deal with in almost almost your whole entire time when you become a leader of a country or a leader of a city or whatever the heck you're talking about. <clears throat> Chief Executive-elect <clears throat> Executive John Lee has said his 35 years in, of service in the city's police force have allowed him to understand four points about governance. He was writing in a state-backed one-way poll. Why not News A one-way poll newspaper on Monday, which is just today, or just yesterday for no. Meanwhile, Lao Siukai, Siukai a pro-Beijing veteran, has said that over the in over the coming decades, Beijing will will likely select administrators with this, with experience and disciplinary forces. Lee wrote in his article that he had learned the four points of governance during his career as a police officer, they included the need to rise the to, cha- to rise to the challenge, value the results of execution, forge team spirits, and be vigil- be vigilant in peacetimes. The executive chief, who was the sole candidate in the city's small circle leadership race, said that these that said these ideas could apply to different areas of governance to improve the administration efficiency and quality, quality and standard. Lee added that he has served for nine years in the Security Bureau since 20, 2012, during which a series of actions repelling one country emerged in Hong Kong society. He listed the anti-national education movement in 2012, the 2014 pro-democracy pro movement, the 2016 unrest in Mong Kok, the objection to the joint checkpoint plan at the West Kowloon rail Re- Re- terminus, as well as the anti-extradition protests and unrest in 2019 as an example. These actions used the pretext of resistance or protest to obstruct the governance of Hong- of Hong Kong's administrations and repel the mainland, Lee wrote. Lee, who will be inaugurated on July 1st, said Beijing's invitation of the national security law and the revamped election system has restored order. He added that the, the upcoming five years will be when the overhaul electoral system will be put into practice and the key moment for Hong Kong people to work together and achieve a new height. The local media include, include Now News, Ming Pao, and Hong Kong One has cited sources saying that the former director of immigration, Eric Chen, will be likely appointed by Lee as Chief Secretary of Administration, the number the number two the number two position well, see, okay. The Vice President of the semi official Chinese Association of Hong Kong, Macau Studies, said during a Sunday TVB program that the unrest in recent years had presented more opportunities for those with a disappointing forces background to shine. Or is it? According to Lao, the qualities of such people appreciated by Beijing includes their obedience of orders from above, courage to go forward, determination to accomplish missions, discipline, and relatively fearless spirit when, bo- when facing both internal and external hostile forces. In addition, Lao said it would be easier for local figures who are courageous, responsible, and loyal to the central government and the nation to stand out over the next 10 years as he expected Western countries will only step up the efforts to suppress China and Hong Kong throughout the decades. The professor emeritus also said that if the election system is to be changed in the future, the scope will be to further strengthen the rule by, by patriots broad, broaden the reputation of the patriot camp as well as favor executive leadership and national security, as opposed to fundamental moves to introduce western democracy. Isn't that something what the one country, two systems supposed to be? That's what I want to know. You're making me confused as ever. We're going to go to a final two news for today, which they're right now on a balance right now. They're about, they're like on the tip of the, the, the lap thread of the needle. Veteran Hong Kong activists faces sedition trial over planned Winter Olympic demos. Trial of a veteran Hong Kong activist charged under the colonial area sedition law over a, over a protest that was planned against. The Beijing Winter Olympics began on Monday after an adjournment of almost six hours. Ko to you. Appeared in front of the Principal Magistrate Peter Law, one of the city's hand-picked national security judges. At the at the West Kowloon Magistrate Court on Monday, the veteran activist, who was 75 years old when he was arrested in February this year, stand accused of attempting to do or making preparation to do an act or or act with a seditious, seditious intention. The activist, who has been diagnosed with stage four cancer, was arrested by police from the National Security Department on fr- on February fourth, hours before the pla- for a planned protest against the Winter Olympics. Ko was arrested under the National Security Law over alleged incitement to subversion and later charged under the Culinary Area Sedition Law. <laughs> the court heard that police took, aw- took a coffin away from Koh Co- Co- Chen Sawan. Co- Sawan. Sawan's home, which has several slogans written on it, including Beat the Commons Party, and One Party Rule, Democracy and Human Rights Above, above Winter Olympics, and Getting Reached by eat- Just by eating sh- Eating... Cr- under, under the national security law. Prosecution said that the flag words murderous regime stinks for thousands of years was taken away as evidence during Cole's early morning arrest. The prosecution led by deputy led by acting deputy director of, per, of public prosecution, special duties, Anthony Chow, also read out also read out the testimonies of two prosecution witnesses in court. The first was from the police who arrested Cole, which included details such as the time and date of Cole's arrest and when the police recorded the activist statement. The second testimony was former District Counselor, for Waila. Fall was a member of, the m- of multiple pro-democracy parties including the, Demo- the, Demo- Democratic- the Democratic Party and the League of Social Democrats. Fall, who claimed to be retired. Set said was asked by Cole on January twenty-seventh to create a press invitation after after the activists told him about plans to protest on February 4th, the court heard. The former district counselor then showed a copy of an invitation to Cole on January on January 30th and emailed it to media outlets including Sing Tao, Commercial Radio, RTHK, Ming Pao, Epic Times, and Wen Wei Po between February 2nd and the 3rd. According to the testimony, for was asked about the meaning of the phrase including ending any ending one party rule and murderous regime stains for thousands of years, to which the former district counsellor said the former the former meant to end the communist party rule and the latter meant to criticize as the part barrister chris who represent, who represented Cole, said that full responses did not represent the defendant's interpretation of those phrases after hearing the two testimonies. This session, of course, the session was adjourned to Tuesday afternoon as the court was scheduled to view around two hours worth of footage. The defense and prosecution also said that they need one month to prepare a written statement after the prosecution cases had ended. The sedition law which was under the crime ordinance is different from the Beijing's imposed National Security Law, the, legis- the legislation last amended in 1970. When Hong Kong was still under the British colonial rule, criminalizes incitements to to violence, disaffection, dis- and other offenses against the administration. Cole's court sessions on mon- on Monday was adjourned to, for close to six hours soon after it began at 9:30 a.m. As Law was scheduled to to deal with the another national security cases on Monday morning. The veteran activist was wearing was wearing a yellow T-shirt and a green face mask. Some people in the public gallery stood up and shouted, I call, take care and stay healthy." As Cole stepped into the dock, members of the LSD, including Chang Po Chang Po Ying, Chang Kin Sing, Chang King Sing, and Raphael Wong, who was who was recently released from prison, also attended a court session. The veteran activist raised his hand as he left the dock after the afternoon session ended. Sad to see is this, e- this thing is even happening. How about, pe- how about the if saying, well, if they're not in trial, why not have people being sentenced to life imprisonment? Dozens of Hong Kong Democrats may face life in prison as national security transferred to high courts, not the low courts, high courts. The high-profile national security cases involving a number of pro-democracy figures has largely been transferred to Hong Kong's High Court, with 44 defendants committed to, to the Court of the First Instance for trial and sentencing. Trial or sentencing. Dozens of defendants have spent more than a year behind bars as commutable proceedings have, were repeatedly adjourned. Principal Magistr- Magistrate Peter Law on Monday moved 24 Democrats to the High Court where they could face up to life in prison over alleged conspiracy to commit subversion in the connection with an unofficial legislative primary election held in July 2020. Committal proceedings began last July, and were adjourned numerous times in the months since. The accused including former law professor Benny Tai, prominent activist Joshua Wong, former lawmakers, extra counselors, and other activists who organized and participated in in the primary with the aim to gain control, a controlling majority in the legislature. They were said to have been intended to abuse their powers as lawmakers if elected, to indiscriminately veto budgets, paralyze governments, operations, and ultimately force the chief executive to resign. The law was set to commit 30 defendants on Monday, but the designated National Security Judge has yet to transfer former District Counselor Tiffany, Tiffany Yuan. Carol M, who chaired the def- defunct Hong Kong Confederation Trade Union, and an activist Gordon M, who better known as under the pseudonym, Laybacklaw, law on popular forum Lincoln. Seven Democrats were commit, was committed last week. The court regime set aside last Tuesday, last Wednesday and Thursday to candle the final stages of transfer, but the hearing was extended to Monday. After more time, after after more time was needed to complete the procedure. How much time do you need to delay it? What a waste! It took the West Kowloon Magistrate Court close to 11 months to officially hand over the subversion cases to the to the Court of First Instance of the High Court. Reporting restrictions around committ- committal proceeding, whereby a magistrate. Determines whether there is enough evidence for a case to be transferred to the court of first instance of the high court for sent- for trial or sentence. Me- means that written and broadcast reports are limited to only include the name of defendants, magistrate, and lawyers. The alleged offense, the court decision, whether legal aid was granted, and future court dates. Subversion is outlawed under the Beijing National Security Law, which came into force on June on June 30th, 2020. The sweeping legislation also targets secessions, foreign collusion, foreign inclusion and terrorist acts. As of May, as of late May, 186 people have been arrested for, com- for committing acts and engaging and activities in activities endangering national, secu- national security, according to the NAS- according to the Security Bureau. <clears throat> the 47 Democrats' cases was first heard in March of last year, when the defense sat through. Sat through a marathon, four-day bail hearing at, at present, only 13 Democrats are on, are on bail awaiting trial, but many have been detained for more than 15 months. Some are serving in pr- prison terms for offenses linked to the 2019 protests against the, against the extradition bill. Before Monday, before Monday's hearing, the defendants waved to family and friends in the courtroom as they were led into the dock by correction officers and and police officers. Some mouth words while others communicate with people in the public area with hand gestures. Court attendees, including former legislator Xiu Ka-chan and activist, and activist Raphael Wong, who was recently released from prison after serving a sentence over offenses linked to the unrest in 2019. Senior counsel Glady Lee and Nigel Kat, and barrister Margaret Ng and, and David Ma, were among the defendant's legal representatives. Some defendants appeared in person, including Gordon and activist Vincent Lau, who all, who helped organize rallies during the extradition bill protest. The case will resume on Tuesday morning, when law, set, uh, when law is set to handle the transfer of Tiffany Yuan, Karen M and Gordon The court will also, he- will also hear legal dispute arising from cases on July 25th who, which will not affect the results of the commuter proceeding. I feel like these governments that they're doing this, I feel like they're making them stay in prison forever. Which is what I think they're actually doing. It's, I don't know if they're doing it for punishment or they're doing it as a joke. How about just release them? There's no reason to hold them anyway. That's just honest truth. And to all the pro-democracy people who, aren't, who are actually stuck in prison now, wish you guys the best of luck. And I hope you guys are staying safe and keep and stay healthy, guys. And also thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys enjoy hearing this podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our regular podcast. Thank you for tuning in, guys. And we'll, we will talk more on Friday of our news and other political talks. Thank you guys for tuning in, guys. And we will see you, and we'll tune in next time, guys. This is Team Cam Radio signing out.